Hey friend, thank you so very much for joining me today of all days here on Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. I greatly appreciate the opportunity, the, the grand opportunity it is to speak to you this day. For many of you, depending on which radio station you're listening on, but for the vast majority of you, you are likely listening to this very program on Christmas Day. And if you're not, by some chance, there may have been some miscommunication or something, that's totally all right. I want you to put yourself in that Christmas spirit. I want you to think about this as if it is Christmas Day. But for those of you for whom it is Christmas Day, may I wish you a Merry Christmas. From all of us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, it's a grand opportunity, isn't it, to think about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And yes, we are going to do that today on Bible Tract Echoes, but I'd like to come at it from a little bit of a different angle. You see, I've very recently had the opportunity to take a missions trip. My wife and I got to go to Kenya to Africa. Of course, Kenya, for those of you that are trying to figure out and place it on the massive African continent, uh, it is cut in half by the equator. It's right there in Central Africa, but on the eastern side, if you look just a little bit further off into the ocean, there's Madagascar down a little south into the east. But Kenya there had the opportunity to fly. We flew through Paris, about an eight-hour flight, nine-hour flight from Chicago to Paris, and then a very short layover, running through the airport, trying to make our connecting flight, and then flew from Paris to Nairobi, and then had a short stint there, and then Nairobi to Kisumu. And that is where we spent a lot of our time. We had an hour and a half, two-hour drive from Kisumu to where we were in Nymira County. And we're going to talk about this more in the coming year. We have so much footage and so much, uh, so many recordings and pictures and things but today I want to take just a moment, a slice out of this week. Later on this week, we're going to give a little end-of-year update, talk about what God's doing here at Bible Tract Echoes. But the thought today is this. I want it to kind of grab you. I want it to put its hooks in you and not let go for the next 10 minutes, all right? The thought, the theme, the thrust is this. I'd rather be a Kenyan kid for Christmas. I'd rather be a Kenyan kid for Christmas. What am I talking about? Well, you'll understand more in just a moment, though you may already have an inkling. You see, friend, we here in America are so very blessed. We have so much. We have what we often call first world problems. I want to talk about that a little bit in light of eternity, in light of the scriptures. Go to the book of Isaiah with me, if you would. That's where I'd like us to spend a moment of time. Isaiah chapter number 9, and we're going to first look at verse number 2. I'm going to set the stage for a verse you are very familiar with, but let's just give it a little context. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 2, the Bible says this, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. And then we'll go to verse number 6. Very familiar passage. You probably can quote it with me. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. 
the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it, and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This amazing passage, of course, is a foretelling prophecy of what is to come. We could take the time to read Luke 2. I'm sure if you listen to the radio long enough today, you'll hear Luke 2 quoted many a time this special day, and I hope you do. My family, uh, when I was growing up, we would take our Bibles, and I try to do this with our girls. They have the piles of presents and different things, and the tree is there, and they're so excited and ready to open their presents, but we try to open the scriptures first. I remember my father many a time. We were He was in the military and moved to different places, and so the living room always looked different, but they were always kind at Christmas time, even though my father, I have joked about him having a reputation of a tightwad, they were always kind at Christmas, and we would always open the scriptures. If we woke up extremely early, that didn't matter. We waited until mom and dad were up, and we'd all sit down, and we'd read around the room, verse by verse, through Luke chapter 2. And I remember that. Of course, I was antsy to open the presents as a child, but I remember that, and I'm thankful for it. Today, though, I want you to think about that phrase, for unto us a child is born. My question when paired with that title, I'd rather be a Kenyan kid for Christmas. My question is this, is that enough? Is he enough? For unto us a child is born. Or do you need more? Are you satisfied? Are you content with, quote unquote, just the child? I think of these Kenyan children that we interacted with. My wife and I got to go to Kenya, and we were there for two weeks. And what a blessed time it was to interact with these Kenyan Christians and their desire to soak up the Word of God and just worship and to praise God and to minister to others, sight to behold. They had an intensity about the preaching, about the display and communication of God's word that I'm ashamed to say I often lack. But those children, they grab you, don't they? They squeeze your soul. You got to hold many babies. Oh, the most precious things. Cute beyond all words. Marvelous. Over there, they use the word smart. They don't mean it necessarily as as much intelligence as to mean uh, handsome or beautiful, a very smart child, a very uh, smart uh, baby, or your dress, ma'am, is very smart. You look good. Those children, though, my wife noticed first. She told me, Mike, do you notice they have very few toys here? When I say very few toys, I mean almost non-existent. Where we were, we were well outside the major cities. At one place, we were well up in the elevation on Mount Elgon, the second highest peak of Kenya. Uh, Very high and very um, remote. We were on the paved road. The biggest paved roads over there, for the most part, outside the cities, are just uh, two-lane roads, like you'd see in the mountains of West Virginia, I guess. But we turned off the paved roads. 
and we were on uh, the gravelly type roads for the longest time. Very bumpy, very uh, almost treacherous at times, especially in the mountains. And then we turned off those roads and we were on tractor roads. And then off the tractor roads, we were on the cow path for a while. And then off the cow path, we went into just a field. Now our time in the field was short. We were just from the cow path to the village. And we'd been driving for hours at this point. We were kind of five or six hours from our main base. And they called us Mzungus. That's what they call the white people there. And little kids, for the first time in their lives, seeing a Mzungu. Mzungu, Mzungu, you'd hear them yell as you drive past. Never seen one before in their life. And there we were in this village. People welcomed us with a song and so many children, 40, 50 children. Wonderful to see. Wonderful expressions. Just it's very smart, I'll say that. The only toy in evidence among every single one of those children, all of them, the only toy was a ball made of plastic bags tied with twine. Roughly the size of a small soccer ball, football as they would call it there. And that was the only single one. In that village, in some other villages, the children may have an old ratty tire, maybe a bike tire. They will just run and run along the street or run along a path and they'll run behind it and slap it forward and keep it balanced. But I'd rather be a Kenyan kid for Christmas because my wife had the opportunity after one of the preachers that we were with, a good man of God, Baji Bob DeWitt, you may have heard me mention him on the radio before, he gave the gospel, very clear gospel presentation. And one of the adults stepped forward and said, many of our children need what you have just explained. Many of our children need to accept Christ. Can they get saved today? And Baji said, Rebecca, to my wife, would you lead these children to the Lord? My wife stood, and there were 20 or 30 children arrayed in front of her, and she went through the gospel again just to make sure they were grasping what was being said through a translator. And the children nodded their heads, yes, I know I'm a sinner. I, I know I do things wrong. I, I know because of my sin I can't get to heaven, but I don't know how to get to heaven. Can you explain to me? And she continued on, and gloriously, many of those young people came to know Christ. And can I say, for these children who barely have functional shoes, observed one of the children the entire length of this time we were there, wore the exact same shirt and pants the entire time. Baji actually bought the child a couple extra pairs of, of clothes because of this. But through all that, the fact that they eat roughly the same thing just about every day, in varying quantities, sometimes so small that it could be considered a starvation diet, but rice and beans, rice and beans, rice and beans, mixing a potato every once in a while, maybe some goat soup if you're lucky, blessed I should say, cabbage or greens on occasion, but mostly rice and beans, rice and beans. Maybe you say, I like rice and beans. Well, I want you to think about this. Maybe you say, I, I could eat the same thing every day, but how would you do if someone else was choosing for you? What if I said you can only have pickles every day, or you can only have a peanut butter every day, or you can only have such and such? Uh, those children... Rice and beans, rice and beans. But the joy of the Lord. It seems to me that Isaiah 9 verse 6 is enough for them. For unto us 
a child is born, unto us a son is given, and that is enough. But is it enough for you and me? That's the question I'm pondering today. As you sit down with your family and break bread, as you sit down in open presence, is he enough? Is he enough? I'd rather be a Kenyan kid for Christmas. I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm excited about the remainder of this week. I hope you have a wonderful week with family. Thank you for tuning in to Bible Tract Echoes. As always, my prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Merry Christmas to you and yours from the McCurries and Bible Tracks Incorporated. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.